Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious three-day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket. On this weekend that I've, I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything, but when we conceived of building this place, our home down here it's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. Hello, and welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code. I'm Dr. Gertrude Lyons, a professional life coach, exploring, demystifying, and democratizing the maternal power that lives in all women. The experience of mothering may not necessarily mean what you think it means. I believe that mothering is a vehicle for transformation, whether or not we have children. And together, we can start a new conversation around modern motherhood. On this show, we will redefine what it means to mother and untap the powerful feminine within you. Are you ready to rewrite the mother code? This is a Soul Fire production. Hi, and welcome to episode 18 of the Rewrite the Mother Code podcast. Today's episode is another behind the scenes, just like I've been doing, and I'm so excited about episodes that I've done where I bring my coaching into my podcast, and I've done a couple live coaching, and that's going to become a regular feature of this podcast. I also want to kind of share, bring in, I guess, do a little bit of the behind the scenes look of my Rewrite the Mother Code mastermind and really illuminate maybe even kind of think about it. Like I want this episode to be as if you and I were having a conversation about what is this mastermind and why would I even consider it? And not from a, I'm not going to lie. Like I'd love so many probably of anyone who's tuning into this podcast, I would love to have you part of this mastermind. It's something that has emerged for me in this past year that now means so much to me. And I feel like I've found a format that in a short period of time, I can really give women the essence, you know, not just the like thoughts behind it. And yeah, I want to shift thinking and raise women's awarenesses around the transformational opportunity of mothering. But more than that, I want them to practice it. And what doing this in a mastermind format has allowed for, because prior to this, I would do it as a day or day and a half intensive. And that's great because you get to kind of sit with the material and, and just really steepen it over just a condensed period of time. But in an eight week mastermind, we have the luxury of 
of putting out some of the theory, the message, and we have two hours together every week. Well, actually over eight weeks, six of those weeks, we meet as a group. And in those two hours, I pack in lots of material and, and lots of ways for us to consider this topic. And I'm going to go into some more detail about this, but I don't just want us, you know, and I don't want myself, I don't want women to just ponder um, and think about, and, and it's great to have kind of awakenings and awarenesses, but if, we're, if we don't put them into action, if we don't have assignments, which is a big part, this whole curriculum has come from, you know, years and years of research with doctors Bob and Judith Wright about how people best, you know, absorb and then make changes changes, make actual changes in our lives, because that doesn't just happen from a, a new awareness or a good idea. So I've kind of digressed uh, here a little bit, and that may happen. You know, I, I get talking and I get excited about um, an aspect of what I'm talking about. So we'll, it may be a curvy road, but the path we want to go down today is I would love by the end of this episode that you feel a sense like, oh, I've just had a, like a mini taste of it, or oh, I've seen what it could be like for me or, you know, other women I know to to embark on, you know, and invest in themselves in a journey like this. Okay, so let's let's start from the beginning. I love giving a little bit of a historical perspective because um, for me, the Mother Code Mastermind is it, it falls into the category of for myself, you know, that that we're all mothers, right? And I've been mothering the rewrite the Mother Code podcast as literally what feels like one of my children, the conceiving, the creating, and the giving birth of this concept, mainly, you know that aspect of it was through the journey of my doctoral studies and my dissertation, but the creating and the, I'd say more the conception of it happened through the years of my own mothering. And something that I do throughout the mastermind is share my stories and share, you know, my journey, not because I expect it to be the same as other women's, but kind of as a starting point, as a point of focus to think about where can you relate? You know, where do I relate to her story? And if I'm not relating to it, what does it evoke for me? Right. So, for example, you know, when I think about and, and share about getting to this point where I decided to go back to school and, and embark on something as significant as a doctorate, it was because I had uh, my own kind of reawakening or awareness toward the end of mothering my children at home. My daughters were one was in college, one was still in high school. And while I could, you know, kind of sit back and think about, you know, I, I don't know, fairly uh, a job well done. They were looking like, you know, if it, like looking like strong, independent women. I could point to positives. You know, my husband and I partnered and parented very well, but it was at that time. And I, I share that I was on a pilgrimage in Nepal and we were visiting with a shaman, a, a woman, just this beautiful, beautiful being, the spirit. And um, in in the process of talking with her and being with her in, in the atmosphere of mothering, I mean, she was really talking about various aspects of mothering. I had this man, like just huge, profound awareness that while I loved a lot of the ways I parented my children, I had really sidestepped my opportunity in the transformational opportunity in mothering. I could pinpoint, and I think I even wormholed back to a point when my daughters were real young, that this campaign I had been on for my husband and I and our family to really bring consciousness and awareness. But when you do that, it rocks the boat. It can be a very scary endeavor 
from the standpoint of security in, uh, in the known, right? So if my values are going to be in what's known for me, then I'm going to cling to and want to hold on to what I know and how things are. And, you know, that really came up big for me when my, my daughters were younger, were, were real little. And I was in the throes of massive amounts of insecurity as a mother. And I think one of the ways I found security was to ratchet things back on the personal development level, transformational level, and particularly not rock the boat with my husband because now I had these two kids. I wanted to like keep us together. Not that we were having any issues or there was anything really to worry about, but I wanted to make sure there wasn't going to be. And even though we had already weathered a number of storms and were growing as a couple, it just felt too scary, you know, too scary to go into, you know, whole new arenas of what I didn't know what it could stir up. What if I unleashed parts of myself that he didn't like, you know? Yeah, he it had been okay till then, but I didn't know, you know, and I'm later to find out that a lot of this fear was born out of my upbringing and a lot of unknowns and fears I sat with around my father and the type of man that he was. But I didn't know that at the time. All I knew is, you know, let's pull back the reins and I'll still learn things about conscious parenting. I'm director of our parenting program and certainly a huge advocate for this, but now it was, I'm an advocate for it for other women, right? And um, I both watched, coached, supported, you know, led a program where I got to watch women bravely step into what it meant to put themselves fully into and continuously into this transformational opportunity. I'm going to share some examples around that, but I'm sharing this story, you know, again. So, you know, is there anything someone can relate to around feeling like you were on a trajectory, but then, you know, you kind of hit a wall, and you realize like, no, I've been okay so far uh, rocking the boat, but I, I think I'll just kind of quit here and follow a paradigm that I'm comfortable with, which is, you know, my husband will have the important job. I'll raise the kids. Now I did work through other than maybe about the first two and a half years of my second daughter's life, but it wasn't so much that who was working as how we valued it and how I valued it. You know, so we were in a very traditional situation that way. You know, yes, I, I, I wanted us to you know, kind of maintain some of our conscious practices. And we'd go on pilgrimages every year and, you know, still taking part in many things at the right foundation, but not pushing into new and unknown territory. So you can maybe relate to that. What we do in the mastermind is, you know, everything's on the, um, under the umbrella of our mothering. And now I'll come fast forward back to the point where I have this, I'm like struck with this realization that I had made this choice. And boy, oh, I can picture that scene and, you know, having that realization in this woman's presence and getting a blessing from her and then just really kind of falling to my knees and, and sobbing. And the tears just kept coming and coming and really mourning a lost opportunity. I have at points, of course, kind of beat myself up and felt, you know, a little bit guilty about it. But mostly it was just, you know, an awareness that I, you know, I, I wouldn't have that time back and allowing myself to feel the depth of the pain of that was also another really important part of the journey. And all these are, you know, this is the process of my conception of rewriting the mother code. So I'm kind of parallel this journey, right? So always like looking back is something we do in the mastermind is really kind of find some of those pain points in our mothering. This was a big one for me. But then when women come forth and share those, what I keep finding is I, you know, whether it's talks or intensives, but particularly in the mastermind, always women are so relieved, you know, to talk about aspects of their mothering journey that, you know, 
they, yeah, maybe they've talked about it with a therapist or, you know, here or there, but to be in an open forum intimately with other women to allow um, these pain points to surface, to allow our, you know, our underbelly to show, but for a purpose, for a reason, right? For us to, we know there's, that it's blocking us in some way. Or, and even so, just the pure experience of a woman in her pain, you know, we're always conceiving, creating and giving birth and that every time we allow depths of our pain, it's the pain of a birth of ourself, you know, which I want to make sure and, you know, not wait too long to talk about this mothering, um, expanding this mothering paradigm around us all being mothers. I'm mothering now this, a lot of stories that I share about, you know, the mothering of my children. But then when it came to mothering the dissertation was really a time I decided not right away, you know, this still was a bit of a process to really put myself fully in to the transformational opportunity of it um, in this regard, but how important it was going to be to mother myself. Anytime I would hit some of these depths of pain of, of looking back, I really started to hold them as one of the most important ways I could and would mother myself through this. And that was, you know, one of the biggest gifts I got from, you know, my journey in this, in my mothering, you know, and rewriting my mother code through my dissertation journey. So now fast forward, now that I just gave you a taste of one aspect of it, you know, sharing my journey, which allows and brings forth, you know, women to share theirs. And no matter where we are and that's what's so beautiful is no matter where a woman is on her mothering journey, whether she's considering, um, she knows she wants to have children, but she's not in a place, she's not in a relationship, she, you know, um, maybe, you know, she's at an age where she's starting to get concerned that, gosh, if I don't get in a relationship, but I know I really want to have a child, how is that, what's that going to be like for me? And some of the fears and pains that come with that, you know, women who have decided they don't want to have children, but they really want to take part in and see what is this concept of mothering in their lives uh, without children. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, Hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women and coming to really take time for yourself. Okay, and that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish, it's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time 
inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. And, you know, we get to hit a lot of beautiful places with women on that journey. We also bring together women with any with all age children. You know, they've decided to have children. And in this last mastermind, for example, we had I had a woman with a three month old. She had a three month old and three and a half year old. And then women who had, you know, a daughter just about to go to college. And then, you know, a a woman with stepchildren, a woman with no children that was now, you know, pretty much age wise, if she was going to have natural child birth or, you know, conceived naturally, it was starting to look like that might not happen and to grapple with that reality. So, you know, and everything in between, you know, we all have our experience, but when we share that experience, we find way more of the commonalities, way more of how we're alike than different. And I'm a big, big proponent of us not siloing ourselves, you know, into categories of mothering, you know, like, well, now I'm a mother with children. So that's, you know, that's my tribe or, you know, I'm I'm a mother without children. And and I don't get me wrong, I do think it's really important to have, you know, time with groups of women who are just like you, you know, but um, oftentimes, unfortunately, what happens with women is we get in those tribes and in order to validate our decisions, our choices and bring us some security, we start judging and, you know, making judgments and having, you know, all ranges of divisiveness around that um, in order to validate our own choices. I know I had my point in doing that. And sometimes mine, oh, I could come up with some, you know, really high and mighty ones. Well, I'm doing it more consciously. And those women who aren't as thoughtful as me and, you know, aren't going as deep as me or, you know, things like that, that I would, you know, tell myself so I could feel a little bit better about myself and some of the choices I was making. And that's another key piece that I want to talk about that we have the opportunity to go into. We look at some very powerful ways that we can then explore these pain points. And we can look at when we're in stressful, times. Kind of sorry now that I've waited this long into the episode to talk about, you know, the fact that, of course, mothering in all of its aspects is stressful because whenever we put a ton of amount of ourselves and caring and attachment to something and um, children are their own flavor of that, but it could be a business, it could be a relationship. And, you know, obviously this past year, um, we've all, this is a place we can all unite, you know, around our experience with the pandemic and, and the, you know, and anti-racism and and the the unrest that we're feeling there's ways that this touches all of us in a way that we've never globally you know had an experience of this and it's showing the cracks and it's 
big time showing the cracks in the U.S. around how we don't value mothering because, you know, if we look at who it's impacting the most, it's impacting women and it's impacting women in the workforce having lost the most jobs. And then it's impacting women of color and Hispanic women the most. So all of it is right there for us to see. And, you know, this is an aspect of in our mothering and the stressful, these, all this whole level of stressful situations, how can we as women like live in those stressful situations, not just to get through them, but to exploit them. And I mean, what I mean by that is to get as much of the, the meat that we can or the impact that we can from that stress for ourselves. All right. So yes, we need to learn ways to deal with stress. But I don't want to just deal with it and manage it or stuff it down. And believe me, I've done my share of that this year with, you know, soft addictions. You know, I was very grateful for the work of Dr. Judith Wright around soft addictions to see all the ways I was numbing myself to the stress. But then, you know, I... I I also, you know, in, in being able to, you know, share the mastermind have to, don't, I don't have to, but I found myself really living into some of the principles and some of the ways that we apply models of development, models of transformation that first raise our awareness, you know, kind of where we're at, where our pain points are that I talked about, you know, really get to some ahas, uh, really talk about what's stressful for us in our life you know, at this time or what we're afraid of. And then we look at something that's at one level, very complex, but also just really beautiful uh, are two models of development. First is Dr. Judith Wright's Evelating model. And that's a model of transformation. And we really, you know, get a, a really strong introduction to that because a key aspect of that for women starts with us yearning, you know, so in this model of transformation, if, if we're not in touch with what we deeply yearn for and what we know can satisfy us as women, then forget it. You know, we're, we're kind of lost and we're going to feel like victims in our life. So we get a good, you know, chance with that. But then, you know, once we've explored that, we then use a tool of the right developmental model. And that's a map of consciousness. So again, it starts with raising awareness, you know, understanding that as human beings, um, we're always growing. And we have this time in our life that's our formation and where we're wired. And as I've talked about before on rewriting the mother code, we want to go back and look at that wiring because it's in us. Mostly it's in our unconscious. So we want to bring those to the surface and stressful situations kind of highlight um, much of our unfinished business. So we can see where are we kind of stuck developmentally, like because our development is happening all the time and places where we missed certain aspects of our development along the way. Um, having, if it's a child, for example, some of the stressful aspects of pregnancy and birth and early childhood, and but then even, th you know, throughout the raising of children, we're going to be triggered and we can map them to places in our life, see what that trigger is, and then a number of ways that we can learn how to heal those pain points. So we don't want to just want to identify them. We want to learn how to heal them and provide ourselves, you know, with a new paradigm for ourselves. And we call it rematrixing, right? We're going to find out ways that we've had these core mistaken beliefs about ourselves that run us, but now we have new beliefs. And now we get to practice what would living into a new belief about myself be? A very core mistaken belief for me was that I don't exist. I mean, that's pretty basic, right? Like, so, you know, I'm not going to go into a ton of detail about that, but there were ways in my family and the role I took on that 
it was better if I kind of like faded in the background, was a peacekeeper, you know, kept quiet. And my existence really came only in relationship to my mother. And I existed through her. And, you know, she lived her life through me. And it was a very enmeshed relationship. So to notice that and know that it's going to be very challenging for me to step out of that. But there are daily, weekly assignments that I can give myself and did give myself. And that's something that we then, you know, work on in the mastermind is practicing. So I have this awareness. I now have to practice a new belief that I do exist. So now if we expand that just to give a broader picture, bring that to life, you know, as I started talking about how I'm mothering my dissertation, sitting here at this microphone on a podcast, you know, a, a woman who is core mistaken belief is that I don't exist. And here I am, you know, putting my voice out, sharing myself, sharing what really matters to me, like so deeply on my heart, so much that I want, you know, for myself and other women to put a format like this together to bring things that have made such a huge difference to me in, in my growth journey, you know, through my training and, and teachings and ways that I've, you know, learned that work uh, really powerfully you know, in, in models and assignments that I've put together in this forum, you know, that I've learned through the Wright Foundation. And I'm so, so grateful to be able to look at it through this lens because I've, the very start of my journey, I went to an all-women's college and I don't think I understood fully like why, you know, I was making some of the choices I was making back then, but I do way more now see that I had a deep yearning, you know, to really belong in the community of women and then also to uplift and empower, you know, myself and others. And as I started to get a taste of it, it really has been, you know, uh, something on my heart that I've yearned for deeply all along. And the fact that I am now able to do this, you know, at this moment through this podcast, but then, you know, when we can come together, I'm going to say live this, the mastermind is all online. We're going to meet, um, starting March, Sunday, March 7th, we're going to do Sunday afternoons from four to six, like kind of just a beautiful, if you think about Sunday as, as a Sabbath in a broad sense, but a day that I really give to myself, you know, a day that I set aside some time just for me. And that's what one of, you know, was a big goal of one of the participants of the mastermind in the fall. You know, she had realized that in the pandemic, you know, she had um, adult stepchildren, you know, I'm going to say newly remarried, but it's been about five years now. And, and someone who's had, you know, just a huge, beautiful, uh, powerful career trajectory as a CIO and in, in a couple companies and um, just a really you know, kick-ass, beautiful woman. But she realized when we got together before my last mastermind and she saw what I was doing, she's like, I just, I, I'm doing it. I know I need this. I've been giving so much in this pandemic to others and I really have not been prioritizing myself. And I got to kind of get a reset. I need to get myself back in line. I'm, you know, what, what are my next steps? What's my journey? I, I've lost, I've lost myself you know, and I think that's something that I think all the women who come have in common. There's some place that they're kind of realize I'm a little lost or I'm a, a little off track and they get to, um, and that's what she said at the end. Actually, she said it midway through. She's like, I, and she wa also wanted to enhance her um, relationship with her stepdaughter. She, and, and she was able to achieve both of those. And, you know, she wrote a beautiful testimonial, you know, sharing that, you know, not only did she feel like she was back on track for herself, but the next level and the place that it took her in relationship to her stepdaughter 
was priceless. And they were now having conversations um, that, that she had avoided, maybe they both had avoided, that were taking their relation to very deep levels. You know, just to give one more example, you know, that's that's one paradigm of woman, um, a woman who has didn't do this last mastermind, but has done the intensives and it's also someone I respect highly because she's done a lot of her own personal work. You know, she had got to a very clear place, she and her husband, that they were not going to have children. And, you know, it was there were, it was always kind of a maybe, but then, you know, they drew a line in the sand and they were, were so excited and they were a huge inspiration around what it can look like when you make that choice. And then we hit the pandemic. And now, you know, and this is something that happens when we hit huge stress points is we regress. And she started questioning that decision and seeing, thinking that, gosh, if I had, you know, a child right now or a family, you know, I, I, I would have just, she imagined, you know, which is quite the opposite of what many, uh, most, you know, uh, families with children are experiencing of the stress. She, you know, she was only seeing kind of through rose colored glasses, the positiveness, but really what we got to was she was avoiding herself and she was avoiding, you know, she hoped to like open the door and have a child standing there needing her, you know, what she realized when she really looked at it was she was hoping that child or someone was going to stand there and be a huge distraction for, you know, the stress and the upset that she was feeling um, just even in a day at her at her very, um, you know, stressful job that she's, you know, a newly a partner in the in the firm that she's in. So, you know, we get to like tell the truth about some of these underlying feelings and discover them. And, and now we can make different choices. Now we can see things and really shine the light on how things really are. Just to name a couple other things. And isn't it so beautiful? It's just, I, I don't know, it's so beautiful to hear. I love sharing other women's stories, but I love being in the presence of them. And we make, you know, kind of, we get close quick. The Mastermind also includes a private coaching session with me. It includes a week where we we really mother relationships and we get to know the other women in the Mastermind. Um, so there's two weeks where we don't meet as a group, but we, we meet individually in one way or another. I'm super excited because I also get to bring in you know, how this all relates to us as us and the divine feminine and valuing the feminine and archetypes that we've seen across the millennium of, of what the divine feminine and how we can see the divine feminine as both models uh, for us to aspire to, but more so how those aspects are already in us. And we just need to reawaken them and we get to reawaken this divine feminine within us in a very grounded, uh, really beautiful, powerful way. And then I, I, I love that we came up with, you know, we want to, you know, kind of bring to life and we can't be in person. So I wanted everybody to have some things that would help them create an atmosphere of tending to themselves and mothering themselves. So, so you get a, I think we call it the magical mothering um, goddess box or something like that. But, you know, it, it's a box that every uh, woman who signs up receives and gets to like have with them. And there's aspects that you kind of open and are with throughout the mastermind. And it's just a beautiful little gift that I, I get super excited about things like that. And I, I love sharing them. So that's another aspect. And, you know, really it's, it's building, you know, I don't think we as women can have enough mini communities, you know, larger communities where we're all in the same mindset of 
mothering ourselves and getting that as we mother ourselves, like we mother those around us um, more powerfully, more strongly, you know, and more in alignment with our values. And we can have more impact and our world needs us having more impact. And if we don't start mothering ourselves, you know, we, we just saw a huge regression in, you know, women leaving the workforce and that's detrimental. Like we have to come together as women and do everything we can, you know, to support each other, to support ourselves and, you know, to really manifest and bring forth, bringing the, the masculine and feminine in balance. You know, we need a balance. We're desperately in need of a balance. So I hope um, you journeyed with me through this. I hope you could picture yourself. And as I shared stories of myself and other women, you could see yourself and that, you know, obviously my, I also have a hope that, you know, this would inspire and, and, move you toward the thought of, of doing this for you. I am speaking to you, you know, right now, um, as someone who I would love to have, because I can't imagine any listener here that can't and, and wouldn't benefit from our time together. So please come join us. Uh, obviously I'm going to have notes and all the ways that you can find out more about it ways that you can reach out and talk to me if you want to find out more about it or sign up because we are starting March 7th. So I'm also taking a couple scholarship applications. So I don't want anything to get in the way. I want women who are serving women and supporting other women to be empowered. Um, so if you if you are one of those women or you know a woman like that, please um, please take a look. And I, I can't wait to you know hear and be with you on this journey together. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that you can stay on the journey and continue to hear more about rewriting your mother code.